0: Hello! And welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. The first hello you heard was from none other than the executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. Oh, and I'm Sarita. You probably know me as Bible Study Girl.
1: Hello, people. It's uh, I, Bible Study Brother, also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. Uh, And this is the most wonderful podcast of your day.
0: Yeah, we're both a little off schedule and off track today. I think we're letting the cares and woes of life get to us. So bear with us, guys. Um, We always want to make sure that we give you the very best that we have. Um, We're still in our blog recap series. If you're new and this is your first time ever listening to an episode, uh, I write a whole blog over at biblestudygirl.com. It's a new blog that comes out every day, Sunday through Friday. Um, and then the new episode of the podcast drops on Saturday. So you do get new content every day. Um, but we're going back in time, back to the very beginning of biblestudygirl.com. Three years ago, Bible Study Brother... Um, Actually, we read a blog, Bible Study Brother gives the, what he got away from the blog, what he took from the blog when the blog was, um, when he read the blog. Then I tell you guys how I felt at the time that I wrote the blog, and I update you and let you know if I feel the same way now, or even if my, or, or even <laughs> how my views have changed since then. So um, the blog that we're going to be discussing today is $225,000. So I want you to head over to Bible study You're going to click on the magnifying glass in the upper right hand corner and type in $225,000. Like don't spell it out in words. Like when you write a check, I know we probably won't have that issue with people. Write checks anymore. They don't even know that that's the thing. So you just type those numbers in at the top and it'll pull the blog right on up. So you guys will be able to know what we're talking about and have it as a reference as something you can go back to and read and have a better understanding of what we're discussing. We always try our best to make you uh, feel informed and like you know what the blog is about. But I think it's always good to go over and just read it for yourself and see what you get from it, not just rely on what I say, how I feel about it, or what Bible study brother says, but it truly is an opportunity for you to go and for you to um, see what insight you can get from it. All right, brother, I'm done rambling and bambling. It is now your turn. The floor is yours. You can tell us all about what you thought when you read $225,000. But also, let me say this. Before we go okay. into it, uh, never mind. I'll save it for when I talk about how I felt or what it was about. Go ahead.
1: Um, so $225,000 is you discussing um, your debt, which much like uh, a lot of Americans um, is quite large due to a, a multitude of factors, whether it's student loans, uh, credit cards, um, all manner of loans that are like, you know, uh, that predate or are predatory on us as a society, uh, let alone black folks. Um, And talking about the faith that it takes to f- trust God as a, as a steward uh, and, and be better with our finances and try to live in accordance with how God will want us to live. Um, and know that that doesn't mean, you know, eating noodles for the rest of your life because, um, as above, so below. Um, and you know, the, the blessings that pour out, um, will not be there. There won't be room enough for you to receive them. So what I got from the blog is kind of a steadfastness in stewardship, um, and it's, it's really hard in a lot of different ways to in look at debt and look at the number um, and feel like you're making any progress at all. Um, but a wise scholar, um, like very decorated uh, scholar once said, um, you can eat an elephant. <laughs> you just have <laughs> to do it one bite at a time.
0: And that wise scholar was one of my college professors. But well, go ahead. And then
1: the the wise scholar for me was my, my <laughs> sister. So, uh, you know, if you think about it like that, and you also think about how God orchestrates things, like think about Job in the sense that Job's biggest issue was he started to see himself as self-righteous. Um, he started to feel as though God's plans had to be explained to him. Uh, and in that it's often really hard to kind of look at being a good steward and what that means, what that translates into, what that grows into. Um, so often, you know, We think that, okay, if we don't go on this vacation this year, right, we're never going to go on a vacation again. So instead of trusting God or trusting the finances of the fact that God will take you to the places that you need to go and, you know, wants you to have fun and wants you to have a a, a nice life and do the things that uh, will bring him joy, um, we'll figure out every way to, to crunch and, 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 stuff stuff together and just go, you know, without like a care in the world kind of thing instead of trusting that God will honor our desires in that way. Um, so it just put me back in a place of trust the process, trust God. There's so many things that God does that just don't make sense to someone who's trying to think logically but it's not supposed to make sense logically. Um, if you think about the fact that a hundred percent of what God gives us is, is from God and he only asks for 10% of that 10% and then, you know, for your heart to lead you in terms of an offering and with like 10% plans to give you even more abundantly. Hmm. And the trust of that or, or knowing what that abundance is, living in abundance, um isn't um always as quick as we think it should be. And we we have a whole lot of thoughts on what should be and what shouldn't be. Um just just overall
0: trust. Just just trust. overall just trust. trust. Just trust. Okay. So I'm going to be very, I am going to be very transparent this episode. I'm going to be 100% real. Revisiting this blog shows me how good God is to me and how he was trying to protect me. Because see, God knew COVID was coming. I didn't. And the way that I was living my life financially was paycheck to paycheck, spending everything I had. If I had been more obedient to the spirit, like at the time that I wrote this blog, I was trying. I sat down and I calculated, um, you know, my therapist encouraged me. He actually told me, you need to sit down and you need to figure out like to the penny exactly how much money you owe period to everybody you need to know that number um because as a single woman when it comes to my finances who do I have to hold me accountable who do I have I don't have a husband that's gonna be like girl you've spent $300 on stuff from Amazon this month. You know, I don't have that. The only person I have to hold me accountable is me. And guess who was not holding me accountable? Me. Of course, God and the Holy Spirit would say to me, you know, tell me to stop and be like, girl, slow down. And you need to live your life a different way. Um, but I've talked about this throughout the life of the blog and throughout the life of the podcast I struggle with obedience. I do. I want to be obedient. I have a heart for Jesus, but I struggle and I definitely I struggle in the area of obedience with my finances tremendously. So I sat down, figured out the exact dollar amount and it was so hard for me to type out, okay, this is how much money I owe. You know, like all of my debts. This is it. This is the big elephant, you know, that I'm looking at. And it was like an insurmountable number. So I felt like being transparent and being honest would be a way for me to hold myself accountable. So it's not just a number that I have with myself or that the Lord is talking to me about, but it's also a number that my therapist has to hold me accountable. Like, so how are we doing on this? Like, is this moving in the right direction? Are you making better choices? Is your life moving in a good way? And so I think about when I think about that girl. Okay, so this was written in October of 2019. And we know that COVID breaks forth and busts loose in March of 2020. And I talk about in the blog about how I was a contract worker at that time. My paycheck varied uh from week to week. It just depended on how many hours I was able to bill with my clients. I mean, if you work with children, you know, kids get sick, sometimes their parents don't bring them to school, all that stuff. And also sometimes Sarita is tired. Let's just be real. Like, I don't feel like billing 45 hours this week or 42 hours this week cuz my body is tired. Um So all of that stuff All of that stuff. Um, Now, of course, I I have a general idea of what I'm going to make. Like you need to build at least this many hours so you can pay your bills. But like from week to week, it will fluctuate. So the fact that. The Lord was trying to tell me, like I said, in October, girl, get this together. He wasn't trying to tell me. He was telling me point blank period, get your life together, get your finances in order. You got to stop doing this, pay some of this stuff, pay all of it down, really, you know, but like be more accountable, like you can do it. Did I listen all the way? Of course not. Um, I did better than I had done before I wrote the blog. I did much better, but, um, I definitely could have made some different choices. So we fast forward to March twenty twenty and I go from knowing I'm gonna get paid every two weeks to okay, y'all shut the building down. You say I'm you say I'm not getting no money in two weeks. Like <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You say that was it until whenever, and because I was self-employed, I had to wait for quite a bit to for them to get the pandemic unemployment stuff in place. It was a whole, it was a whole obstacle, and it was a whole ordeal. But God kept me through it all. Like Aww. God kept me through it all. My mortgage was paid. T- different people blessed me. Um, like tremendously just wrote checks to get things taken care of. Um, go ahead. What were you gonna say?
1: You wanna know? <sighs> um, and, and again, apologies. We we told y'all it's from we just a little emotional and, and hopefully I don't have to talk about it in no time soon. Um, but and what I was thinking about this whole time, what just keeps playing in my mind and what makes all of these things just conquerable, whether it was COVID, still uh, in the middle of the pandemic. As big as that debt is, um, the biggest debt in our life, lives have already been paid. Yes, it um, has. He paid it all. Lord And Savior Jesus Christ in our lives. And these other debts ain't nothing. They just something that are gonna be conquered, and and like I said, stop thinking that a moment is your eternity. Um, stop thinking that a month is is your eternity. Um, don't think about these things as everlasting. Long suffering does not mean forever suffering; just it just means, means long.
0: It means long. It means long. It means long.
1: Um, but the things you need conquered have already been conquered.
0: Have already been.
1: You got to worry about it. And so Mm -hmm. I I was just thinking about that earlier and reminiscing over this and thinking about all of the things that moved in the place that you, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, for you in in terms of everything else, you know, even God moving on my behalf because not once in any job did I stop working. They was like, you know, and I wasn't even technically in my eyes, in that, uh, the type of service job that should not have stopped. Like, I, I essentially worked at a, a financial institution of a, a bank of, of sorts. Uh, <laughs> and it was the craziest thing in the world. Like how the world changed and shifted and like debt, and how God kept us through these things. Like definitely
0: kept
1: Knowing your worth is, is another part of this debt because a lot of times the devil wants you to be in debt, uh, not only self-esteem, but in faith.
0: Yes,
1: because these physical things, this physical aspiration of debt. Um, you know there are so many people. There, there are mil There are a lot of people who who were blessed by, um. The loan forgiveness thing There are other people that are complaining about it There are other people that are Like Downing other people's blessings in, 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 in this regard Because they didn't get this and that And there's so much going on In terms of like I said And being in uh, in debt Of just being good to one another um, And I'm all over the place But the biggest thing I'm trying to say is like These debts ain't nothing they are are
0: nothing. The ultimate debt has already been paid and I'm glad you brought that up and that really does sum it all up when I think about all the things I've done wrong, all the bad choices I've made, all the times I didn't do what I knew God wanted me to do. It's been forgiven. It's been taken care of and I really... Going into COVID, not having money coming in from a credible source. You know what I'm saying? Like what I felt was like a guaranteed source, a sure thing. Um, That really tested my faith. Like, who do you say he is? I'll never forget one of the teachers in the baby room. Um, I guess she could tell I was feeling maybe discouraged or a little stressed or something i went to go pick up one of the babies um for therapy and because we had gotten the word that we were shutting down at that point for two weeks and she was like you know i've had some hard life circumstances before um i once had to go two months without working. And I didn't have any money come in, but you know what? God was able and he provided for me. Um, and I needed that encouragement at that time, but I'm going to be honest with you. I was thinking like what I owe every month and what you owe every month are not the same thing. So who going to come in and help me if I can't? make my debts but what you said was so true it don't matter how big it is god can provide and what she said to me was so true and god showed himself to be faithful to me like girl you belong to me even though you are stupid and you made some bad choices i got you i'm gonna take care of you you know
1: because earthly sources can fade and lose power but the heavenly source will never.
0: Ever, and ever, ever, that's ever. Not something,
1: you know, like even, you know, uh self-employed, you own your own business. Especially when you own your own business, you know how quickly things can turn on a dime.
0: Like you did for um, me.
1: <laughs> you know how things happened in that year. And if you think about like how the landscape of of what happened last year. So there are so many what you wouldn't call jobs that people would find important, whether it's clothing stores, all these other places, daycares, uh that people wouldn't find as, you know, like the, the cream of the crop jobs or whatever. They just shut down. People didn't know what to do. Whether you filing for unemployment or you couldn't file for unemployment, because they saying you do this. Like, looking for things and, and, and looking for reasons and, and, and finding your worth in what was going on, like, had to have been way more intense than even what we think. Because there oh, are, it was you know... It was
0: super intense. Because here's the thing. Here was my issue. You talked about, and I... I I put myself in this situation. Nobody else did. It's up to me to make the choices to have 6 months of savings and saved up. Who stopped me? Nobody but me, you know? And it's not that I always spent my money on Amazon, although I can't lie, I did. But I also spent money helping other people cuz I felt like that was my responsibility. And I still do. I think it's my job to help others, but I just was not responsible I just was not careful with what God blessed me with I would pay the tithes and then party off the 90 or do whatever you know and not have a smart plan for it and so I felt so much guilt and condemnation um like Kind of just sitting there like, you did this to yourself, fool. So whatever happens, (laughs) happens. I thank God, though, for grace and that he was gracious to me and that he didn't say, you know, I'm done with you. He didn't wipe his hands with me. He took care of me um, during that time. So I can't ever um, can't ever stress that enough or emphasize it enough. Even when we mess up, God is gracious. He loves us. He cares for us. He will provide for us. And, you know, people say it all the time that the Lord knows your heart, but God truly knows my heart and my heart when it comes to finances. You know, this is a blog that was written three years ago and finances is still something I struggle with, something I struggle with and something that I have prayed about and asked God to show me to help me to make wise decisions to do what I need to do with what he gives me every time I get paid um and it's 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 not something that comes easy for me I I've had some talks with my bestie about money because our money stories are completely different she is the exact opposite of me um and I've had to do some real thinking and some real self work to figure out, well, why does my money story look this way? Why do I make these choices and then try to make different choices? And that's not something easy for me. You know, my therapist was saying that I like to ignore.
1: Yeah. It, it's, Until
0: uh, it all falls apart, yeah. and then I want to address it, and I can't do that. Like I have to be proactive, um, and that's another reason I don't like therapy. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to do the work, man.
1: And it's really hard, I think, for us to look at our issues that are tangible. Um, to look at debt, to look at whatever, because we're looking at the now. Uh, We look at the now, we look at what we have, we look at where we want to be while never being like it's two conflicting feelings. You're looking at where you want to be in terms of death free while also looking at the moment of where you are. Therefore, you won't move because you can't look forward without walking. And know where you're going because faith right. is not that. You have to trust and start working on a plan. If you set a 12-month a plan, if I know, you know, life can change, pandemics, all this other stuff at this point can come, like, I can't prepare for everything, but I can prepare to keep walking forward. I can yeah. prepare to keep doing the things that I need to do. Um And that's how you overcome that's how you get past that's how you get to the end of debt that's how you get to the end of these things is stop trying to build a bigger picture in the first moment of doing something
0: the slow and steady for me is what's gonna win the race i just have to keep making the right decision every day even when i don't feel like it even when it doesn't feel good and i think that's a great thing for us to take throughout our Christian life whether we're dealing with finances or our relationships with people or any kind of self-work we need to do step by step day by day you just have to keep making the right choice every day you're gonna fall off sometimes and that's fine but always get back up and get back on plan and get back pushing to the direction you need to be in um And that's important to remember. Honestly, I think the most important nugget or whatever that I got out of this whole blog, though, is that no matter how big the debt is, our God is bigger. Our God is greater. Um, He's bigger than any obstacle that we can encounter. And I'm a living witness to that. My life is a living testimony that he's bigger than all of that. There's nothing that he can't conquer. And so I thank God that he died for me. And not only did he die, but he got up with all power in his hands. And my prayer for myself and you and anybody is listening that we continue to walk in the power that God granted us. We got the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And it's up to us to activate our faith and listen to the Holy Spirit that is leading and guiding us. Um, Because when we do that, we're victorious.
1: And, I mean, the victory lies in knowing that you're death-free um, and also just knowing that there are blog posts Monday through Friday over at Bible Study Girl. or Sunday through uh, Friday, excuse me, sorry. Guys. Sunday through Friday over at BibleStudyGirl.com with a special thing for you guys on Saturday, which is this podcast. So uh, go on there, read throughout the week, very, new posts, new sermons every week. And then on Saturday, come listen to us recap and and just kind of go through where God has brought us from, and it was a mighty long way,
0: mighty mighty.
1: Um, and just remember, it ain't your debt that preaches; it ain't your mistakes that preach. But we preach. And oh, until excuse meeting, me, I'm yeah. oh, sorry, guys. Oh. Oh, sorry. Oh, if yeah. you want to contact us, I, I'm sorry, guys. Grief. Oh, good God uh just sadness technically not grief just sadness just sadness um but anyway um hit us up on the socials hit us up on. well twitter. i think
0: grief is that's where we at right now it's, just, a, it's a triggering just point struggle. but i'm just gonna yep. say just go sad. ahead go uh ahead.
1: so hit us up on twitter at bible city girl the number two hit us up on instagram at underscore bible city girl uh Hit us up on Facebook at Bible study girl. Make sure you like the page so that we can get notified for uh, the blog posts and the podcast. Um, Hit us up at Gmail, uh, which is Bible study girl, 2019 dot gmail.com. And I'm forgetting something.
0: They can send us messages for prayer requests. Yes. You can can send us messages on on Facebook Facebook messenger or, or the email address It's up to you guys.
1: Uh, YouTube coming uh, soon. Get uh, prepared. uh, If you're, wondering when uh just know that it'll be around the 100th episode uh was when we're going to start launching the channel which will be in about roughly four months um so we're trying to do bigger better things um to kind of bring you a visual aspect of this here podcast be patient with us we're working out a lot of things all at once and Good God knows that when we state that we're going to do big things, the Lord starts moving in mysterious ways. So uh, join us for that journey. And like I say, remember, it's not the death that preaches; it's not all this other stuff that preaches. But
0: the mistakes I think the is
1: mistakes that preach. But but we preach.
0: And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching.
1: Oh, hold on, guys. Sorry. When you try new sounds.
0: <laughs>
1: young, 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 young